0: So iOS 14, how is it going to impact Facebook advertisers and digital marketing agencies? First of all, sorry for not making this video sooner and speaking on the topic. I wanted to make sure that we are as informed as possible on this topic before I released anything publicly online. Now I'm really, I am joined by Tom today. Tom is one of our account managers for the Affluent Agency. He's responsible for getting exceptional results for our clients. And he's working on Facebook ads inside and out every single day. So Tom is, pretty much the best person qualified to speak on this topic today. So I'm going to be asking Tom some questions about the topic and yeah, he can give you guys a lowdown on what is going on with iOS 14. So Tom, first of all, thank you so much for jumping on this video. at Relatively short notice as well.
1: No, that's all good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited <laughs> to share what we've, uh, what we have found out so far.
0: Nice. Nice. So hopefully we're going to, we, we're going to, Give, give you guys a lot of clarity today on what is actually going on because there's a lot of hysteria and uh, i would say a lot of unjust hysteria right now okay nothing nothing to panic about and so let's let's sign it out let's jump straight into this so tom um uh, first of all just let's just start with a little bit of background as to to why this is happening right now and what this ios 14 changes for people
1: that might not know yeah, sure. So um, I want to start really, though, before we answer that, just with a quick dis- disclaimer to everyone, really. Um, this thing, this whole thing is, is a huge beast. It's it's ever changing. So we are essentially in the same boat uh, as you guys out there as well. We're learning much. Uh, we're learning about this um, as and when Facebook release information and really Facebook are learning about it as and when Apple release information. So um, I just want to start with that disclaimer. This video might not answer everything that you've um the questions that you have. Um, But we are continuing to learn this every single day as and when Facebook release information. So let's get stuck into why this update is actually happening. Um, Really, it's a a battle in the war of consumer data and dollars. And and we're focusing on the battle between Apple and Facebook. Um, Apple are very strong uh, multi-revenue streams. They have products, they have music, apps, services, you name it. Uh, But what they don't have is advertising. Uh, now, they're looking at their friends over here at Facebook who are leveraging Apple's uh, products uh, and making billions off the back of it um, through the people that actually use, use Apple's products. Uh, and essentially, Apple just want a piece of the pie. Uh, so that's why we're seeing uh, this update happening right now.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So but what is actually happening? Because there's a lot of talk of how this is going to impact people who want to track data online, retarget people as well, see um, hyper focused ads on their newsfeed, relevant ads to them. So what, is, what exactly is happening and, and how is it all gonna work?
1: Yeah, exactly. So this is, a, this is such a broad question. There's a lot to get in here. So I don't wanna sound too technical, but I might just end up being a little bit technical. <laughs> um, uh, so any, any questions or whatever in the comments, just put them down and I'll, and I'll have a sift through as well and go through as many as I can. Um, but anyway, Apple are introducing uh, what's known as an app tracking transparency prompt. So essentially it's going to be a prompt that every app on the app store will have so including facebook and instagram uh, and it will come up on the screen and it will ask you whether you want to opt in or opt out of that so if a user opts in there will actually be no changes at all everything will still be the same but if a user opts out This is where the changes occur um, in data collection um, from uh, an advertiser's point of view using the uh, ads manager on on Facebook. Now, it will affect what's known as the identifier for advertisers, which is an IDFA. Um, Now, that is the way that devices assign identification to an Apple device that then allows it to be tracked. So it's how the current Facebook pixel uh, reports back events such as website visitors or view content uh, to us onto the ads manager. Now, Facebook has huge, huge ownership um, as a company in the world and a a multi-billion dollar company, right? Uh, So users are actually going to get used to the fact that this pop-up is occurring. And I think overall that might increase opt-in rates, you know, similar to how we see like location services or uh, push notifications. Um, And really to add to that, um, to emphasise that point about people opting in as well, Facebook have decided that they're going to have a sort of pre-prompt prompt prompt, uh, to Apple's prompt. Um, so essentially, when you go onto facebook or instagram there 's going to be a prompt before you see apple 's one, uh, and that 's just going to allow Facebook to provide context to the user as to why you know they should opt in or should opt out we don 't know what that 's going to say yet um, we don 't know what apple uh, if it 's going to be like a big old paragraph or it 's just going to be a, a simple uh, few couple of points but um, but essentially, it allows Apple to, to create some context around the whole, the whole thing about why you should opt in or why you should opt out. So hopefully, uh, we anticipate that will also increase uh, the number of, of opt-ins as well. Um, touching on ads manager side of things, now there's been a little bit of speculation. I've seen a few people talk about this. Um, the fact that... The, that Facebook might actually separate ads manager. So one focusing on Android, one focusing on Apple, just because of the data collection or the limited and delayed data collection that we might see. Um, But Apple, uh, sorry, Facebook have come out and confirmed that That is not happening. Uh, There will be just one single ads manager uh, and there just will be a couple of changes uh, within that interface um, that we will see. And I think we're probably all used to seeing changes in the ads manager interface. Let's face it, they continue to update it. So I don't think that will be much uh, much really surprise for us. And then finally, for for people who do opt out, uh, Apple have basically come up with or proposed a way of measuring the data known as private click measurement. Um, However, this doesn't do two major things, and this is kind of where Apple, uh, sorry, Facebook, um, are now trying to fill in the gaps and have done as well. I'll touch on that after. Um, Basically, the the Apple's version, uh, this uh, this PCM as it's called. Um, it doesn't track app to web conversions. So if you've got an advert in an, in an app, like an Instagram app, you click on that and it goes to an external browser. Uh, that is actually not tracked um, from Apple's point of view. It also doesn't uh, track cross domain uh, measurements. So what it is is if we are going on a certain website that's .com, so we're in the UK, we click on an ad on our Instagram page uh, and it goes to .com, but then it redirects us to .co.uk. Because we've cross-domained that, that then conversion, if I was to the, uh, go and then convert and purchase, that conversion uh, won't actually be tracked. So mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy, um, but nothing to worry about because Facebook have already uh, filled in the gaps, as I mentioned, and uh, come up with their own um, one to sort of, cover these gaps uh known as aggregated event uh measurement and this will essentially like i said fill in the gaps Uh, it will solve the app to web conversion so absolutely nothing to worry about that upon release um and now they're working on the whole cross-domain tracking too so there's a lot of information in there but um, that's essentially what is happening and what we will see uh, as the changes on our on our mobile devices
0: thanks man that's 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 really in depth so guys If if a lot of it, if some of this doesn't make sense to you, I think the long and short of it is right. Facebook are a business and Facebook, their sole revenue stream is ads. There are people who have tried to do this kind of thing before there've been changes they need to adapt to. We've had this whole fake news thing. We've had ad quality, which has been a massive thing last year. So many um, ad accounts getting banned, so many ads getting rejected. And as marketers, we just adapt to that. And another big thing is like, a lot of people have been panicking about this notification that comes up on their phone. Now, as human beings, we are so ingrained to hit yes on these notifications. Like cookie bars, we do them probably three or four times a day without even realizing that we're doing them because we're so used to seeing a pop-up cookie bar these days. There are so many websites with GDPR if you're in Europe that, that you have to say, yes, I I agree with the GDPR rules. And so you get again, agreeing to tracking. Websites have already, it's already a law actually in Europe that you have to have a cookie bar that also that also connects to the facebook pixel or is meant to connect with the facebook pixel even though facebook don't have that kind of integration to say yes i'm happy to have my data tracked and again the majority of customers always click yes on that because of the fact that it's so ingrained within them to do that and so i don't think that this is anything to worry about from that standpoint we also have to take massively into consideration the fact that not everybody's on facebook or who you're advertising to is using a mobile phone or an iPhone at the time that they're looking at it. It's like a 60-40 split from mobile to desktop. Actually, the majority of conversions come through desktop anyway. People seem to just convert better when they're on desktop. And also, there's a lot of people using Android. So we're talking about a subsection of an audience that we're trying to reach out to. And, if it, and there are enough people on those other subsections, such as desktop, such as Android, such as any other mobile device or tablet, that... No, Other people can be optimized within our ads and Facebook will just push our ads out to those people as opposed to the people who have already said no to the iOS notification, whatever that may be. And uh, yeah, I, I just really think there's a lot of hysteria going around for something which actually is just another change that we have to adapt to as marketers. And to be honest, for 99% of marketers out there, you won't need to make any changes whatsoever. It's, it's only really the marketers who are spending large amounts on ad spend, who, are getting, who have got their pixel seasoned over a lot of times, so they've got a lot of data points on that, they're getting a lot of purchases through that, that are really going to have to make any kind of changes whatsoever. Businesses or new start agencies won't have to make any changes at all because you're not spending anywhere near enough to feel the pinch of any change like this it's only really large agencies like ourselves who are dealing with hundreds of thousands of of ad spend on a monthly basis that will have to change little things here and there to make sure that we're still being as profitable as possible or even on a small level, or, or, or I suppose it's not a small level, just being able to show our clients that we're still getting the same amount of conversions as we were getting beforehand.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with the last couple of points that you that you mentioned there, Jordan. I think this will definitely affect the, sort of the larger agencies, much larger agencies, much more so than the, than the smaller agencies that we've got going. Um, and again, the change won't be massive. And again, we, we're used to change with Facebook on the on the, on the the platform, et cetera. So yeah, mm-hmm. totally, totally agree with that.
0: Yeah. Are there are there any are there any other like main changes that as advertisers, agencies, or, or business owners will see going forward? And if so, what are they?
1: Yeah, there's 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 definitely a few main changes. There's not, there's not tons. Um, but there's definitely a few that we can sort of dive into. Um, and, and people probably know probably know and, and heard of, but we'll go into it a little bit how how they can affect you and what's going to be done. So we'll, we'll touch on the first one, which is the, which is around the conversion events, the the business tool setup. So at the moment, um, you can actually, uh, use, over, I think there's over 20 uh, different conversion events, uh, like purchases, uh, to cart, et cetera, all of those. Um, that now going forward is going to be limited to only eight conversion events. Now, um, on top of that, um, those eight conversion events, you will have to prioritize from number one, number eight, number one being uh, the the event that you want to prioritize over all of the others, et cetera, and and the list goes down, of course. And now that's automatically gonna be done for you by Facebook um, in the Ads Manager based on your campaign spend over the past 28 days. Um, You can edit and modify uh, the priority of these eight, and that's something that uh, we'll touch on a little bit later in terms of what you can do uh, now to kind of get ready for these changes. Um, and that's not in ads manager yet so you won't be able to find that yet but when it is when it does release it will just be in ads manager facebook have released a sort of mock-up of it um, and it looks of course very sleek and just fits directly uh, into into the ads manager now um, if you ever wanted to change any of the eight events uh, and you decided that actually you know what well, it's not up to we want to optimize for something completely different maybe you weren't optimizing for lead for example and, and now you want to do that um, you can change that, but there will be, um, they anticipate there will be a three day delay between you cha- between you changing uh, an optimization event in your top eight and then being able to actually optimize, uh, optimize for it. Now, um, despite the having the eight that we optimize for, um, we still will be able to use events um, outside of these eight to create custom audiences that will still be a case. Um, but I think the main thing really around the, these eight um, events is one, prioritizing them and making sure you get that right. Um, but two, if a person then opts out of this prompt, because ultimately, remember, as I said at the start, this is all about if people opt out. If People opt in, it, it, won't, it won't affect them as much. But people opt out of uh, the, the tracking. Uh, they will be, Facebook will only be able to track one event. And this event will be based on your priority. Uh, of, of the of the events that you've prioritized on as managers. So let me give you a quick example. The, someone visits a site, uh, they view your content, they add to cart, um, and they initiate checkout, but they don't actually uh, complete the purchase. So if you have purchases number one, it's it won't fire, uh, obviously, because they haven't purchased, um, but it will look at the priority and it will look right, not purchased, they haven't done that. Um, if you had number two as initiate checkout, it would then fire for initiate checkout. Uh, but it, what it won't fire for is say you had add to cart third and you had view content fourth, it wouldn't fire for an add to cart. So you wouldn't get a mark against your add to cart. You wouldn't get a mark against your view content. That person wouldn't fall into those categories. They would fall into the highest cate- the highest event that you have prioritized, um, which would be initiate checkout. So just to running through that example again, uh, a visitor to the website, viewed content, add to cart, initiate checkout. Uh, but didn't purchase. If you then had purchase at the top, it wouldn't, wouldn't fire. But number two, if you had add to cart now, um, it would fire for add to cart. It wouldn't fire for initiate checkout. Okay. So although initiate checkout is further down the funnel, i.e. closer to, to, to purchase um, and therefore kind of the high, slightly higher, if you like, than add to cart, because you haven't prioritized uh, initiate checkout as, as more important than add to cart, Facebook will mark it down as add to cart. Uh, so does, does does that make sense
0: that makes perfect sense and really yeah. I, I suppose okay. the, the easiest thing for people is just to figure out okay what are the things i'm trying to achieve out of facebook advertising do our leads my number one priority if so let's make sure leads a priority if i was also doing lead generation as well i'd probably do submit lead form as well or or or, or, or whatever the next is from that purchase okay. again initiate checkout you'd go purchase initiate checkout add to cart a page view wouldn't you or, yeah. or, or view yeah. content probably above page view so what, what will probably yeah. make things easier is once we know once we know all of the events that we can actually optimize for the ones that we can actually use what will be best is we, we will re- release probably on the hub somewhere we'll release a list of priority order which people can put out there if you want to do lead generation if you're an e-commerce business if you're a different type, type of business whatever that may be we'll put through some like templated what we would suggest to you to put your priority uh, on events so you can make sure that you're getting the most out of the pixel.
1: Yeah. I think, I think that's a great shout And as I said, at the start as well, Facebook will do this automatically for you, but it's 100 we, I would recommend 100% that you don't leave it down to Facebook just to do that just in case something happens. Yeah. We know how clever Facebook is. So it probably is going to get it right first yeah, time, but it's definitely not. Yeah. I definitely just wouldn't leave it to chance. Mm-hmm. Um, and with those kind of data restrictions that we're clearly going to get, um, it will just mean that, uh, there will be a sort of a partial view of, of campaigns performance in ads manager. Um, and as a respect as, as, uh, as a result of that, we, we expect to see some sort of under reporting in ads manager. Um, but where this occurs, um, Facebook will actually have a prompt or what I think they've shown in the past is an actual, um, an actual uh, column header. Do so you know how we have ads cart or purchase your mm-hmm. columns that you can customize? I think there'll be one there that you can say, Partial or model data, and it will be notified in your ads manager as well. So, um, but anyway, that's everything to do with uh, around sort of business tool setup and, and, okay. and those eight events. Um, if we can move on to the next part, then uh, the next couple of changes, which are based around uh, the conversion window and, and kind of targeting it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, um, the default attribution window at the moment is 28 day click through, uh, meaning Facebook can mark a sale. Um, against an ad, for, uh, against an ad, if that person then uh, purchases within 28 days of, of clicking on on that ad, um, this, accompanied with like a seven day click through in the one day uh, view through, means that Facebook can optimise your ads to deliver people, uh, deliver to people likely to convert within within seven days. Um, now moving forward, there won't be a 28 day click through attribution window, um, and the default attribution window will just be the seven day click through. Um, so as a result, Facebook will just have a slight restriction in data um, to go against when optimizing um, for people who purchase more and more. Which,
0: which probably as an advertiser isn't necessarily a bad thing because it means no. that the people who are actually being attributed are ones which truly did come from the ads. It's like, okay, that ad really did have an impact on that person's purchase. Whereas a 28-day attribution window is a bit gray area anyway. It's not really, that's not really concrete that that purchase definitely came from that ad.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. I think exactly that, that was my thought when I read it. I was sort of reading it thinking, well, there's some changes, but actually I don't think that's really that bad at all. No. it will make, yeah, look, it's gonna result in less conversions on our ads manager. Those conversions though, are still gonna be happening. It's yeah. not going to stop conversion. Sales aren't just going to stop. It's just no. that on ads manager, Facebook won't have the ability to actually track um, anyone who purchases on say day 14 or day 22 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just something that has to be considered. It's just that restriction in reporting rather than, Oh my God, I'm not, go- I'm not going to have any sales anymore. You know? Yeah. Um, so it's more that on the side of the reporting there. Um, and then touching on, on targeting, uh, we're targeting, we're going to see a decrease, um, in the size of custom audiences. Um, So our recommendation would be um, here, again, we'll touch on this a little bit later, but recommendation would be really just to start testing uh, broader markets, because this is where you'll find the liquidity um, and and essentially will find some value in those broader markets. Um, And then also in targeting, um, because of the restricted data, again, it kind of goes back to just the restriction of data, um, there's going to be an increase in the overlap of uh, people that you exclude from an audience. So, if you want to target website visitors excluding purchasers, uh, because Facebook will only have the seven-day click-through uh, sort of data to look at, um, there's going to be people in that uh, in that audience, website visitors excluding purchases, that actually have purchased uh, further down further down the line. So, there'll just be a slight increase in the overlap of that um, mm-hmm. if you use those sort of audiences.
0: Okay, that's cool. So, what what can we actually do? to adapt and uh, how can we prevent anything negative happening to our ad accounts? And so what, what, yeah, what can we do to change and make sure that this is as smooth as possible?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's, There's stuff that we can do now. Really, what we can do now is all about preparing ourselves. Uh, There's nothing that's actually going to change immediately anyway that we have to do right now. So these are just recommendations uh, more than things that we have to have to do. Okay. So um, firstly, we would um, look into verifying your client's domains in Ads Manager. Um, You can do that now. That's accessible now. Um, and, and that's something that you should, should, should do anyway, just to verify the domain. Um, but that's simply, uh, just going to ads manager and it's in there. Um, secondly, I would rank your top eight events. Um, I would look back at your, the data that you have at the moment and I would pre rank them ready to actually then put them into the system when Facebook actually releases uh, releases the system, if you like. Um, Thirdly, I would anticipate changes in attribution. So here, what what I'd recommend is that you pull um, your delayed attribution data month on month and also around like major events like Black Friday, uh, Christmas, uh, if you've got a seasonal product around summer, around winter or whatever season it actually fits. Um, And basically here, you can check what your Facebook attribution lift is uh, on a month to month basis and and build a prediction around what will happen uh, moving forward on that. Um, next, I would, uh, as I touched on a little bit briefly earlier, I would test some broader markets. Um, uh, because of the reduction in customer audiences, I just think going into a broader market um, will be extremely, extremely useful going forward. Uh, and so testing out those audiences, you know, what actually, uh, what do they feed on? Is it, is it certain type of creatives, certain type of copy that you might have to change because it's a broader market? Um, then yeah, I would get those tests, uh, tests running as soon as possible. Next, I would, uh, if you're not doing this already, uh, I would utilize the data from your client Shopify stores and other sources, just to get a full transparency of what's going on, because we're gonna have slightly limited um, data that we're looking at in Ads Manager. As I said, this, these purchases are still gonna be going on, it's just that we won't, we will be limited on the data that we see in Ads Manager. Um, and then a couple of final points really, um i would ask your clients to to invest into some sort of channel diversification now i don't mean just completely change your strategy and then that but what i mean here is actually having a little bit of a focus on email marketing um, and building your own customer list you want to get your client to, to build a customer list to a stage that you can, you can retarget, you can uh, create lookalike audiences off, et cetera, et cetera. Because ultimately that customer list, that email list is something that your, your client will own itself. It won't be a Facebook's own um, list, it will be your client's own list. So I advise um, building upon your customer list as much as possible and focusing your time and effort on retention, with the goal of enticing customers just to come back and purchase and purchase again. Mm. So retention, uh, email marketing, SMS marketing, that sort of stuff will be will be extremely extremely useful moving forward, as well as 100% keeping a focus on Facebook and Instagram as well, because Facebook and Instagram is still going to be, or Facebook is still going to be the the big daddy. Uh, In in digital advertising that is not going to change with these with these changes at all whatsoever. Um, And then finally, uh, I would, I would focus um, on content. Content is probably one of the biggest things that we uh, can still have a lot of say in a lot of changes in. Um, And so you now going to broader markets are going to want to stand out more so than ever. Um, and so, if you can focus on, on on getting high quality content, so whether that's um, I don't know, investing in in, a, in an in an in-house content creator, um, leveraging some freelancers, maybe even partnering up with a, with a with an agency, um, I think that'll be extremely extremely powerful and and a good tool. Um, that you can use uh, going forward. So yeah, that's really um, that's a summary of all the things that I would suggest uh, that, of the changes that we can do now uh, to to get ourselves ready and prepared for for the future with iOS fourteen
0: amazing well absolutely all of those things away from even if this ios 14 thing wasn't happening absolutely all of those things will aid your your ad account whether it's for yeah. a client or for, for yourself so you should implement all of those even if you have accepted that you don't care about what's going to happen with ios 14 right because everything there is going to highlight that and so that uh, dan content manager dan if you're watching this right now it'd be amazing if you could just put that together in a list in a google doc put that in the description for all these lovely people to have a look at so guys go look in a description you can have a quick reference list of all those 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 changes or preparations uh, on the run-up to iOS 14. But again, like, Tom, thank you so much for, for doing this. Uh, it's great to have someone who's very informed on the topic. I've done as much research as I possibly can, but you're you're on the ground making this shit happen for our clients and getting results for them. So you're, you're way more educated. Uh, on the topic to to, to talk about it. So um, it's great to have the clarity on the channel. I hope this has been informative for everybody on here. And I think one thing which is really important to remember as well, and something I was thinking about as you were talking, is the kind of person that will opt out to having targeted ads on Facebook isn't going to be the kind of person that you want to target anyway. They're not going to be purchasers, because people who buy products on Facebook will still want to see products which are targeted to them. They won't want to opt out of seeing targeted adverts because the minute they realize that actually this, opt, this opt-in is is there. So, And what if they opt out, it means they will not be getting targeted adverts anymore. They're still going to be seeing Facebook ads. They're just going to be untargeted. They're going to be seeing products which are not relevant to them at all. And so the kind of person that we want to be targeting is somebody who purchases on Facebook, somebody who's done that before. And if they've done that and they recognize that when they opt out of this thing, they won't see those products anymore, they won't opt out. And so it's not the kind of person we want to be targeting. And so I don't see that it's going to be a massive issue. I see that this is just a moment of hysteria in the industry. It's why I really haven't been talking a lot about it on my YouTube or on my Instagram, because it's just another thing we adapt to in the world of marketing. We are literally in an industry, which is, it forces us to change all the time. And if you're not prepared to change, if you're not prepared to adapt, then digital marketing simply isn't for you. And you should move on to something else because this is an industry where one day Facebook might crash. It's not going to do it anytime soon. They grew 22% in the last 12 months alone, right? Look at facebook 's revenue and tell me how much revenue that is okay, i don't know that figure off the top of my mind, but I think they did sixty nine billion in one quarter last year in just on digital advertising alone, so on, on their advertising spend so there is, if there's literally no way that this can have an impact on Facebook enough for them to actually shut down or for people to stop using the platform it's just physically impossible but one day in 10 20 30 years time that might happen we might then need to move on to another social media platform which has come in the in the fall of Facebook and that's the job of a digital marketer is to continually adapt to changes and not be hysterical when some company a mobile phone manufacturer yes a very large one the biggest one in the world decides to put some kind of opt-in if that is what dictates whether we our agency is going to succeed or fail, then our business simply isn't strong enough. Okay. And so we need to adapt as business owners. We need to not be hysterical over changes. We just need to be educated on them and learn how to adapt them. So yeah, rant over Tom. Thank you so much for doing this video, man. I um, yeah, no really, problem. really appreciate it. Check out the link in the description guys to look at the things you need to change going forward and really just keep calm and carry on. Just, just stay as usual. And uh Yeah, we'll let you know if anything else changes and if there's anything else that you need to adapt to along the way.
1: That's perfect. Yeah. I think you've literally took the words straight out of my mouth. <laughs> uh, when I first came across this iOS 14 update, I was thinking I'm 100% not opting out because I actually, I want to see stuff that I end up buying off ads myself. You know, I want to see ads that, um, uh, you know, products that I actually will buy and like. So yeah, I, I totally agree. I think the majority of people will just be opting in on this. Uh, and there really isn't um, too many changes that we have to worry about even when people do opt out. Sure. Thanks, mate. Well,
0: if you have any questions at all, guys, drop them down in the comments. Uh, both myself and Tom will muck in. We'll see if we can answer them for you. Uh, we'll answer all the comments within the seven-day period or something like that. So yeah, share this with someone else who so will get value from it. And if this is the first ever video you've watched of us, please make sure you subscribe with your notification bell turned on. And I'll see you all again in the next video. Cheers, guys.